Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. My guest received an impartation from God and keys from God so that he could do the same works that Jesus did and even greater. But was it even greater than that? Is when he speaks, this impartation goes to those who are listening. You interested? Yes. Sid Roth here with David Martin. And uh, I'll tell you, David, as someone studies the supernatural for 14 years, thinks they really know something, and then in 1993, you had a vision. Tell me that. I did. Sid, it was one of the two most significant visions in my life. And literally, I saw a picture of a man going through the barrier and it wasn't a big barrier, it was a thin barrier, almost like paper. But as the man went through the barrier, and I knew it was me, but it represents all believers, but God said to me, you're on the, on the threshold of spiritual breakthrough, coming into a move of my spirit, unlike anything the world has ever seen, more signs, more wonders, more miracles than you can even imagine. And I got a big imagination. <laughs> but I said, wow, God, that's awesome. And I said, that's, that, that's great. great. But God said, but I can't use you yet. How would you like God to tell you that? I can't use you yet. And then two weeks later, God spoke to you again. He did. I was sharing the vision about spiritual breakthrough and with the congregation. And as soon as I said to the congregation, I said, the spiritual barrier is about to be broken. God said, that's not what I said. And he said, the barrier is not spiritual. He said, you're on the threshold of spiritual breakthrough, but the spiritual barrier is already broken. The veil is rent. You have free access to my throne. He said the spiritual barrier, the spiritual breakthrough, the barrier is intellectual. He said the problem is you think too much like people, not enough like me. And that's where the Bible talks about renewing your mind. But these keys that God revealed to you, and let's take the first one, uh, sensitivity. Well, sensitivity, there's so many stories but one that kind of uh, leads up to that is uh, the story of literally two weeks after God gave me the vision about the spiritual breakthrough, I was in this church and uh, he said to me, you're thinking too much like people. And as I thought about that, I, I realized that there's a higher dimension and a higher realm. And then in 1998, uh, literally God imposed, a, gave me, as so I got up to minister at a church, uh, keys to the operating of the supernatural. Then I really discovered how it works. A few months later, I was in Rwanda doing a pastor's conference with 250 pastors, all of which were involved uh, 
from a negative side, they had loved ones that were massacred in the genocide in Rwanda right. in 1994. And God said, go there for a week, minister to them, but very emphatically, do not cover the gifts of the Spirit, the operation of the Holy Spirit, because all these guys were not Spirit-filled. But the very last meeting, God said to me, right in the middle of a sentence, after a whole week of just speaking about love and the, the things of God, right in the middle of a sentence, God said, stop. And said, it had to be the longest moment of my life. It probably wasn't more than a minute, but when you have 500 eyeballs looking at you and your interpreters come on, what's the problem here? That minute's a long time. But right in the middle of that moment, the Holy Spirit fell on these 250 pastors. They all got baptized with the Holy Ghost. They started speaking in tongues. Now, were you talking about that? Not at all. And, and so it was almost like a Pentecost experience. Absolutely. I mean, we didn't go there at all because that's what God said to do. But it was the sensitivity to the, the, the leading of the Spirit to stop. And of course, the in, in the keys that God's given me, key number one is sensitivity, and number two would be obedience to do whatever he says. And when you study miracles, I think it's really important to realize that the law of first occurrence or first appearance of something, the first miracle that Jesus did was turning the water to wine. And Mary said to the servants, whatever he says, do it. So sensitivity is, is being sensitive to the voice of God. And, and from that trip, you went immediately to the birthplace of the Shining Ones revival. What was that revival? Well, in the 30s, a great revival hit uh, northern Rwanda, and that's where God sent me to in this uh, outpouring of the Spirit to hit these pastors. They literally glorified God for three hours. And of course, when they started speaking in tongues, I didn't know that was tongues because it was all tongues to start with. Of course, you thought it was the African dialect. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my interpreter says, this is not tongues as you think. But anyway, in that three-hour time frame, God said, go to his birthplace, never knowing it was the birthplace of the Shining One revival that started in the 30s. And again, that's that sensitivity. Ex exactly, and the obedience to follow with it. But in going there, the next day, we went to the chapel where this revival broke out that literally spread all through East Central Africa, Matter of fact, if you look it up on the internet, it's called the East African Revival. But people that were touched by the Shining One movement, they lived a long time. They had a, a, a year to God, very prophetic. Matter of fact, many of the people lived well over 100 years of age. You know, when David received this impartation of the Shining One's anointing, he, he, he told me that he, he just wept for over a half hour and was totally transformed. And now, when he teaches about these supernatural keys, there's an impartation of the Shining One's anointing. We'll talk about it when we come back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Call now and get David Martin's How to Be Naturally Supernatural kit, which includes his anointed four-part audio CD devotional and his 48-page booklet and 20 memory cards featuring 20 foundational keys to walking in the supernatural of God every day. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 1658 through David's four-part devotional audio CD set. You will clearly understand God's daily plan and destiny for your life. Receive supernatural victory in every day dimension of your life. 
Receive David's full-color 48-page booklet, Meditative Affirmations, that will guide you through the daily devotional teachings, give you powerful prayers of affirmation for each supernatural key point, unveil all 100 key points that God gave David to help you walk in the supernatural every day. Plus, you receive this packet of 20 memory cards so you can carry them with you and focus on each supernatural key point. Don't miss out on getting David Martin's How to Be Naturally Supernatural kit, which includes his anointed four-part audio CD devotional and his 48-page booklet and 20 memory cards featuring 20 foundational keys to walking in the supernatural of God every day. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 1658. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 16 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. David Martin has received supernatural keys that when you operate in these keys, what did God say would happen? Signs, wonders, and miracles beyond anything I've ever imagined possible. Literally, heaven on <laughs> earth. Uh, let's talk about the key of obedience. Well, there are so many, as we just said in the phenomenal story of the uh, Rwanda impartation, in being obedient to do whatever he says. And God has told me some things to do that really didn't make a lot of sense, but this one... And that goes back to the, the, your, your thinking, get in the way of the supernatural. So true, son. So true. And in this case, this particular story, I heard about a, a gal that was dying, She's 28 years old, um, two or three children, as I remember. Doctors had done everything they could over the course of time, numbers of years, sent her home to die. I heard about it, and I felt like God said to me, make yourself available to go pray for her. And so a friend of mine that told me the story called the father and said that I'd be happy to go to minister to his daughter. And he said, no, very prominent businessman. He said, uh, we've already had great men of God here. He is a very prominent minister besides businessman on a number of uh, ministry boards. He said, no, we don't need you. But God said, go sit. And again, it was 1,500 miles away from Tulsa. Uh, and God said, go. So I bought an airplane ticket, flew there, and wait, wait, wait a second. Did you get that? God <laughs> said, go. Her father said, don't. Now, what would you have done? David is determined to obey what God says. So you went there. What happened? Well, I called the father from the airport and said, I'm here to pray for your daughter. And he said, I told you not to come. <laughs> he said, well, God said, come. So um, he allowed me to come out and pray for his daughter. And I prayed the first day, and there was a small amount of improvement, enough that he let me come back day after day for a week. By the end of the week, Sid, she was completely, totally healed. Uh, you know, if you hadn't gone, number one, you wouldn't have learned and had the joy of seeing God operate yeah. through you. But number two, uh, that young lady might not have ever gotten better. Well, they had sent her home to die, and that was mm. over 10 years ago. Okay. Let's talk about the, the key of humility. Now, this is an area that very few people teach on. Very few people are interested in. It seems like society is the opposite of what God says. God says, humble yourself. 
Well, the, the key aspect of humility is the Bible says he resists the proud, but he gives more grace to the humble. Grace, as I see it, is God's ability to do for us what we can't do for ourselves. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think Charles Capps gave me that, but uh, it's God's ability to do for you what you can't do for yourself. It's divine intervention, and that's what we need. We need God's divine intervention. That's what sets the stage for the supernatural. And literally, uh, this was in 1983, I had just moved to Oklahoma to go to Bible school in 82, um, serving in the church on a platform, and I literally, the ceiling disappeared, the roof, it was an open vision, I didn't know it was an open vision at first, I thought tornado came, but uh, I'm looking at blue sky, but there in the blue sky said, I saw, as I received this open vision, a sphere of light with beams of light touching just a handful of people in the congregation. And I said, God, what are you showing me? He said, I'm ministering to those that are ministering to me, those that are worshiping me in spirit and truth, and literally those that are walking in humility. These people, he said, recognize their need for me. They're not living in self-sufficiency. They're walking in obedience to my word. They're humbling themselves, and they know they need me. Then he showed me uh, a second vision, and in the second vision, I saw a battery with two posts, a positive and a negative. And when you touch a positive wire to a negative wire, there's an unseen force. And this is the key thing that he was showing me. The beam is an unseen force. We can't see it, but we're connected to God by this unseen field of energy of sort. Uh, so the second vision was, again, unseen energy of electricity. And when you connect a positive to a negative, there's sparks, there's heat, there's a transfer of power. And God said to me, I am representative of the positive side, and those that walk in humility are the negative. And then he showed me uh, another picture, again, with positive and negative, with magnets. Again, unseen field of energy, magnetism. And again, if you put two positives together, in this case, they repel. Right. Two negatives, they repel. But two opposites, positive, negative, they're attracted and they're held together by the unseen force. And God said to me, that's how my spirit works. When you walk in, in negativity, not in way of behavior or you know, mindset, but in need of me, you live a life that you need me, you're worshiping me for every breath that you have, you're the negative. But, but here in America, most people don't look at God that way. They look at God when they have an emergency yeah. rather than, God, I need you to exist today. God, I need you to be the husband to my wife. God, I need you to be the father to my children. God, I need you to, be, to have me walk in divine health. God, I need you every second. That's what you're talking about. But we don't have a mindset like that. Well, towards him or his word. And this was one of the key things he showed me, is that we need to have that, that respect and, and recognition. His word is absolute truth, and we need to live according to it. So if he says, meditate on the word day and night, that's not a suggestion. That is a commandment. You, you know what? Most of us pick and choose which things to, which precepts to follow in the Bible and which not to. But God says that's his whole word. I, I think we have to have, as, as you put it, as God told you, we have to have a new mindset. Wait till you hear some of the miracles that happen 
when he starts following this new mindset. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Reserve your place and get ready to experience Israel, the land of the supernatural with Sid and Joyce Roth. April 27th through May 6th, the flowers are in bloom and the land is calling your name. Visit the Mount of Olives, the Garden of Gethsemane, Calvary, and take communion at the Garden Tomb. Visit the Upper Room, Qumran, the home of the Dead Sea Scrolls, and receive ministry as you travel across the Sea of Galilee. If you like, you can be baptized in the Jordan River, the Jewish way, the way Jesus was baptized, and so much more. The price for this 10-day journey includes round-trip airfare from New York City, all taxes, all tips are included. Don't miss out on going with Sid Roth on this Israel tour for this special low price. Please specify the Sid Roth Israel trip when you call or visit SidRoth.org forward slash Israel. We now return to It's Supernatural! Now, David heard God's voice and went away for like a retreat in a tent for eight days to seek God's face. What did you take away from that experience? Well, this is brand new. We've been telling stories that go back a couple of years. This just happened. And literally, uh, the takeaway from eight days in the forest with my tent and my dog, but most importantly with God, God said to me, He said, we're coming into a short season of great blessing and prosperity, but those that are going to enjoy it the most are what you would call normal, red hot for God. And those people that are pressing in, they're, they're living the life God wants them to live, they're going to hear God in a more clear way. God showed me going back to the vision that I had, the open vision where I saw the beams of light. Yes. He took me back there and said to me, this connection is there for everybody, but those people that are dying to themselves, living for me, walking in holiness, I'm increasing their bandwidth. It's like when the computers came out 25 years ago, you know, we could do data message, we could do text, but now we have high bandwidth, we actually got streaming video. And, and it's like right now, God is opening the windows of heaven. For those people that are pressing in, there's an increased bandwidth, and they're literally receiving and going to receive so much more high-definition video from heaven like uh, Branham did. Branham, who did, and I've heard it said in his lifetime, and his miracle ministry was like in the late 40s and 50s, more miracles in his ministry than all the other great healing uh, revivalists together. David, another supernatural key is knowledge, and knowledge of the name of Jesus saved his life, his family's life. Tell me about it. Well, it all happens because I chose to meditate on the Word of God to renew my mind. And when you do that, Sid, out of the abundance of heart, the mouth speaks. And in this particular case, my wife and I and our two children were in literally a killer tornado that took other people's lives. And we were coming to a stop sign and two trees right in front of us, 60 feet away, literally took off. Uh, one from the waste, one from the, from the roots. My wife said, no, that wasn't normal, classical. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> Same time, about eight or 10 trees, 100 foot trees, lay down across the road. And uh, 
I recognized I was out of control, couldn't steer, couldn't stop the van. And at that moment, there's no time to pray, but you know what's in your heart. And out of the abundance of heart, I just said, Jesus. But at the name of Jesus, the tornado had to bow its knee, dropped us onto the ground, and we drove the south. Now, David, uh, my wife's favorite key is humility. And uh, I don't have to worry about humility. That's her job <laughs> <laughs> to make me humble. However, my favorite key is the next one, compassion. Compassion is um, a real key. If you look at the miracles of Jesus, before many miracles, it says he was moved with compassion. And literally, uh, this goes back a number of years. My wife was pregnant at the time with our uh, daughter. Uh, we were driving to Wisconsin. We had just moved to Oklahoma the year previous to go to Bible school. And it was Christmas Eve, Sid, and literally the coldest day in history. The wind chills in northern Illinois, we're going from Tulsa up toward the Milwaukee area. In Illinois, the wind chills. Uh, that's quite a mouthful, the coldest day in history. Go ahead. Well, it's like 70 below zero Ooh. wind chill. They were saying, do not drive. Do not go outside. It's dangerous. Cars can't run in this cold weather. Having just gone to Bible school, being a great man of faith, I said to my wife, we are, are full of faith. I'm a man of faith. We're going to go and we're going to do just fine. And literally, there was no traffic on the road. People had more sense than I did. And when we were going along the highway, you'd see cars stranded because a car the, can't run that cold weather. The gas lines were frozen. And we got through uh, Illinois, in the middle of Illinois, and our car started to do like all the others. Uh, stopped running, went over to the side of the road, and uh, it was cold. I mean, the car, the engine heat couldn't keep up with the cold outside. We were already chilled. But when the car stopped running, it got very cold. And uh, I got out of the car, opened the hood up as if I knew what I was doing. But uh, I opened the hood, I prayed a prayer, and it was a good prayer. I mean, it was a good faith-filled prayer. And uh, I felt pretty proud about it. And I got back into the car, sat down, and uh, start car started right up and praise God this face stuff really works we drove about a hundred feet and the car stopped again mm. and literally what I was told is that the engine heat there was enough there to melt a little bit of the gas line and uh, so we ran for another hundred feet or so now when we stopped it's even colder in the car again I got out of the car and but I looked at my wife first and said it's the, the worst memory of my life because my wife had the look of fear of death because there's nobody out there. And, and you said she was expecting too. Yes, she was uh, six months pregnant and uh, the, there was no, no cell phones at that time. This is uh, 1983 and literally I got out of the car and uh, I can't get her face out of my mind. I opened up the hood. I still, I can't see her but it's all I can see is that look of uh, hopelessness. And I recognized it. I wasn't a man of faith. I was operating foolishness and presumption, even being proud of my faith. I mean, I was learning. And what I'm, what I'm learning today is compassion and recognizing compassion defined by the dictionary is the awareness of the suffering of another 
Well, the, when you were aware of the suffering of your oh, wife, I, you so prayed sorry. again with compassion. What happened? I am so sorry. I let my a miracle, absolute way. miracle. I, I prayed, I, I wept. Ask God to forgive me forgive for my foolishness and pride. Sat down in the car and it started right up. David, that was a great miracle, but the, how great a miracle was it? Well, we would have died, Sid. I mean, there was no hope. I mean, there was absolutely, mechanics have told me there's no way a gas line, once frozen, can thaw outside of being in a warm garage or something. But literally, God melted the frozen ice, sort of like the water to wine, a molecular change. The car ran fine the rest of the trip. How many miles? Well, from that point, it was 250 to 300 miles. Whatever God is doing for David, whatever God is doing for me has nothing to do with us. It has to do with the fact we chose to make God our God, to believe in Jesus, to repent of our sins, believe his blood washed away our sins, believe that God remembers our sins no more, and believe that Jesus lives inside of me, inside of you. I want you to pray that prayer right now and mean it and have it count for eternity and start doing the destiny God's called you to. That's the first step. Call now and get David Martin's How to Be Naturally Supernatural kit, which includes his anointed four-part audio CD devotional and his 48-page booklet and 20 memory cards featuring 20 foundational keys to walking in the supernatural of God every day. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 1658. What God has given to me absolutely supernaturally is designed to take you to a new level in your walk in the Spirit. Through David's four-part devotional, audio CD set, you will get a daily five to seven minute highly motivational shot in the arm, helping you to clearly understand God's daily plan and destiny for your life. Receive supernatural victory in every dimension of your life. Receive David's full color 48 page booklet, Meditative Affirmations, that will guide you through the daily devotional teachings, give you powerful prayers of affirmation for each supernatural key point. Unveil all 100 key points that God gave David to help you walk in the supernatural every day. Plus, you receive this packet of 20 memory cards so you can carry them with you and focus on each supernatural key point. David received a powerful anointing in Africa. His study of the supernatural 35 years, his direct word from God on these key points from the kingdom of heaven is going to just bust open your world. Don't miss out on getting David Martin's How to Be Naturally Supernatural kit, which includes his anointed four-part audio CD devotional and his 48-page booklet and 20 memory cards featuring 20 foundational keys to walking in the supernatural of God every day. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 1658. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify Offer number 1658 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. You know, my guest has found on the U.S. $1 bill 
some mysterious things that most people, they look at and they just ignore. Have you ever noticed the eye on the dollar bill? Have you ever noticed the pyramid on the dollar bill? Have you ever noticed a Latin phrase on the dollar bill? My guest has evidence that this is welcoming in, in code, the Antichrist. Woo!